So welcome along to this week's podcast. The sun is shining outside and we have poetry in our hearts here at the Herald Express for reasons that I will explain in the second half. Very cultured guy. A, a, a poetry reading in there the There will be a poetry reading. It's football related. Groundbreaking and it's stuff, very, it? very good. But uh, that'll be in the second half. Because, well, before uh, we go any further, no, I, I, I've known you two for a very long time and um, I just want to make sure that although I'm in a relaxed state of mind that none of this conversation will be... Uh, uh, going at oh no, it's supposed to go any further. It's a podcast, isn't it? It is. Yeah. yeah. What, what stays on the podcast? What said on the podcast stays. On the well, I don't think it does. That's and quite rightly too. We are talking, are we not, about what an extraordinary week? What a week um, it's been. Where do England go for their next manager? Um, is the game rotten at the top? I, I think I said it the, the last time we had this conversation. David Thomas is the, the you know, should be the next England manager. And yeah. Well, I, I do. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not quite sure when I got when I get the sack. Uh, whether the Sun would be able to come up with a better headline, and you spotted it, guys. Absolutely, this week, didn't you? fired man Sam. Yeah, fantastic. It's the headline of the week. Yeah. say we all. Um, they find something, David. Don't yeah. worry. We've all we've all had reservations, I think, about the Sun's coverage of some some things over the years, especially football related. But when it comes to actual headlines, they seldom they take they some seldom, beating. Don't they? they take some beating, don't they? But uh, no, it's been an, a, a very strange thing and of course it's been linked in this week today in fact uh, uh, at the opposite end of the football spectrum completely food yeah. chain, yeah. Food yeah. chain that's yeah. right yes yeah. uh, of united uh, a remarkable comeback by Durrell Berry from a very badly broken leg and united are Kevin Nicholson, the United manager, is casting around for a few extra bob to try and give him a contract when he gets back. And yeah, at the top he, of the game, he's been uh, out for a while, isn't he? Very wealthy people uh, are trying to become even wealthier mm. uh, um, uh, through the not exactly the back door, but what looks like the side door. Yeah. So, um, I think you said earlier on that £400,000 would do very nicely, wouldn't it, Torquay, at the moment? It would certainly do more than pa- just take. Back onto the it books. certainly it would it would effectively double Kevin Nicholson's mm. uh, annual playing budget of four hundred thousand pounds. But to pop over to the Far East and have a chat with a few yeah. people that might have some players available. Um, having said that, um, uh, uh, when you really look at the the the, the, the nitty gritty of what Sam Allardyce is supposed to have said or done, I can't actually see what he's actually done wrong. The only thing he's done wrong is sit down with those people in the first place. And and I that, think that's and, enough. And that, and that, <laughs> may, well, that may well be yeah. enough. Um, uh, but nearly everything he said to them, as injudicious as it might have been, was followed by, but I would have to run that past the FA. Yeah. Um, the, 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 he has effectively had to stand down because of his judgment in sitting down with those people anyway. And of course one of them, as he said, he's known for 30 years. Uh, if he had sat down with a group of total strangers, yeah. um, uh, then of course I'm pretty sure that he probably wouldn't have been quite so injudicious. But, um, but the, he's the, gone and done it. And of course, you know, you, the, w- w- what the implication is that a man who's phenomenally well paid anyway was, was still sort of interested uh, uh, in yeah. that situation, in possibly um, uh, you know earning a bit more, that's how it how it's come over. But um, um, and where this becomes relevant to Torquay United and clubs like them is just in the sheer scale, the, the huge yawning chasm in terms of money between the people who operate 
at that level, at the FA Premier League, Sam Allardyce kind of level. Talking about n- talking in numbers that are almost literally blasé to them. It's, exactly. You know, it's, yeah. It's and the problem, the problem with the player, if you haven't caught up with the Jarrell Berry story, uh, which is on our website at the moment, um, he broke his leg against Dover in March. March twenty sixth, if my yeah. memory serves me right. Five nil defeat following his following that injury. Uh, it was predicted at the time that he wouldn't be back until November, stroke December, maybe even Christmas. Mm. Uh, uh, and Kevin Nicholson was able to report today that he's uh, just about to return to full contact training and should be available to play again within a month, which is an unbelievable credit to him, apart from anybody else, but also to United physio Gareth Law, yeah. who's gaining a, a, a growing reputation as a, as a very, very good he did a lot of good work with Luke Young last with year. With Luke Young last season, and of course, not also the medical team at uh, in the hospital who who, who mended him, hmm. um, and uh, who have overseen his his rehab. Uh, and of course, you know, it wasn't long ago that when he was just starting to to to, um, to run again, uh, that. Uh, he encountered a problem which does happen with these injuries sometimes, whereby mm-hmm. his effectively his toes were sort of <laughs> hooking over. Mm. Uh, an involuntary uh, tendon movement and he had to have another operation to have that sorted which apparently it does happen with these injuries sometimes yeah. so it didn't come as a great shock to the consultant but that was another thing he had to go through sounds like a very painful injury to me it does it, it makes your eyes water yes. doesn't it and, and, um, and the but just, here he is on the yeah. point of a comeback and the whole point is that Kevin Nicholson hasn't got any money in his budget at the moment to offer him a contract He's, his contract expired at the end of last season he's remained with the club through his rehab um, he's been living in the Gulls Lodge for a, yeah. for, for, for a while, but he doesn't at the moment have a contract. Uh, and Kevin mm-hmm. Nicholson is having to uh, has made that point this morning, and he's desperate to give him one to yeah. to to, um, to help to complete this this great process. And again, there's no prospect of any <coughs> of this enormous wealth trickling down through the leagues to help. You know, you've you've got a, a club that's working hard. You've got a player that's that's worked hard at his own rehabilitation. And there's, got, there's just got, no money. You've got a you know physio who's working, yeah, you know, out, out, doing outstanding things in, in really really sort of difficult circumstances. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Of course, you know, the, the, there is this cut-off point, isn't there? You know, when you drop out of the football league, everything changes. Mm. You know, the, a place in the football league is worth the best part of seven hundred and fifty thousand pound mm. in trickle-down money before you even kick a ball. In the first year in the conference, you get approximately 250, 300,000, and after that, nothing. And that's why getting relegated yeah. from the Football League, that's why the only reason why the Exeter Cities and the Accrington Stanleys and the Morecams and, uh, of this world manage to survive as yeah. they do. Um, uh, Exeter get slightly better gates, but that's what the only reason why the Accringtons and the Barnets and the Morecams of this world manage to exist and carry on on gates of twelve, thirteen hundred a week. Yeah. And uh, see them um, come down, see that change. Yes. Oh, yeah, enormous. Look at Burton Albion. Absolutely fantastic what they've done, and all credit to them. Yeah, they got less than four thousand for a game uh, on Tuesday night. Uh, forget who it was they played now. Um, uh, uh, you know, in the championship. Yeah. I mean, yeah, they're you know, fantastic progress they've made, oh, isn't it? Wonderful, progress. absolutely extraordinary, and a very well done to them. A great, very well-run club, friendly, uh, not up themselves in the least, um, you know. But 
how can they compete at, at that level on, on, on those sort of gates? It's because, A, they, live in a, they exist in a fantastic part of the country where almost anybody can play for them without moving house. Um, uh, and, of course, I don't know what their share of the money would be now uh, now they're in the championship. We're well, really uniquely stuck in between sort of Nottingham and Birmingham, oh, aren't they? It's, brilliant it's, it's geographical yeah. position. But, but um, there you go. There we're you go, we're so. sounding very downbeat and we a bit are, twisted, are. aren't we? But there is, there is a good side to this because uh, there's been the launch, and we'll talk about it a little more after the break, of the new Talking United official supporters well, club. Well, it, it's helping the Jarrell Berry situation something that they could maybe look at in the, in the first... I'm sure as we speak existence. they will be thinking of, of, of how... I know that fundraising is one of the things which they're uh, um, looking forward to trying to do and, and, and Kevin Nicholson is very close to the people who are behind the club anyway uh, uh, and I'm sure they'll be doing their best in, in just in these next few weeks to try and uh, come up with a few and, and everybody can contribute through the player fund which exists anyway mm. um, uh, uh, and uh, it, would be, it would be a real shame wouldn't it that having seen him all the way back through this process yeah. and he actually I mean he may well go out on loan to start with uh, just to get match fitness up but wouldn't it be the height of irony and uh, Gareth Law will probably throw himself off the <laughs> harbour wall if it happens that he ends up completing his comeback by moving to another club yeah well, don't do that please Gareth <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, so there you go there's a practical way in which the new supporters yes. organisation can help uh, before the end of this podcast and also uh, in the text that goes with it we'll give you a few more details about how you can get involved in that and how you can be a practical support to the club that we all love in the second half after the break there will be poetry. There will be poetry. Do not Into the second half that. then, and as promised, there will be poetry to begin the second half. If you've not got a copy yet, I urge you to get hold of a copy of Highway to Heal. The, it's the 11th issue is out now. Really? 11th issue right. is out now. And it's an excellent read as Fanzine. Ever. Good fanzine. Yeah. Talk United fanzine. There's lots of good stuff in it. The thing that caught my eye uh, is two haiku poems by a gentleman by the name of Mike Sanders. Oh yes, Mike, who's talking United fan through and through. Yeah, a northern, uh, uh, one of the northern gulls. Exactly, a northern uni- contingent. Yes, a university lecturer in literature, a published author, an expert on poetry, and a writer of haiku. I spoke to him the other day. He also has the great benefit of being a thoroughly nice bloke as well, by the way. So I'm going to read you the haiku that he wrote after the defeat at North Therabee. Oh from bad to verse oh. as we like to say with our usual excruciating punnery so uh, okay excuse me I, I'm sitting back and ready Humber Bridge backdrop swirling winds the game keenly anticipated goals start brightly but a goal saving tackle gives foretaste of outcome we cannot score shots deflected headers go wide go over are saved early change Jamie Reed on his quick feet bewitch their fullback all game Ferrybury pressure, shot scrambled off line, corner well clawed out by Moore. Second half begins, like first. Williams clean through, fails to round keeper. Minutes later, the cruelest of bounces screws back to penalty spot. Their only second half shot on target goes in, 15 minutes left. A gull shot hustled off the line, Verma's header beats keeper and bar. Five minutes to go, Luke Young's post-rattling free kick, symbol of our day. Three would not flatter, their goal force field protected, while ours remains cursed. Mike Sanders. Well done, Mike. Nice, nicely done. And faultless reading? Yeah. 
like and a young Richard Burton. I thought uh, there I'm, for a moment. Yeah, I'm I'm giving up this business of, uh, <laughs> of of trying to tell people what 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 happened and didn't happen. I, I think I, I'll just yeah. I think I'll just cut it back to a few. Uh, to a, I, I, I feel a limerick. Future. I feel a limerick coming on at Gateshead <laughs> on Saturday. I uh, I thought I was listening to Radio Four's poetry. Please, did yeah. you really? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Put, me in that, put me in that. There was place. an old team. No, no, no. <laughs> but that that's great. What a different way of capturing a match. Thank oh, you, Mike, excellent. and very, thank very, you for giving us permission really to read that, that aloud. It's in Highway to Heal. Yep. Get hold of a copy now. That would be a collector's item now, that one. And I will say, you read it really well as well, because... You, That's very kind it, of you. The haiku isn't an easy thing to read. No. Well, it's, it's, well done. There you go. That's this week's challenge out of the way. Yes. Yeah. Now then, less entertaining matters. Let's talk briefly about Maidstone. Oh. Uh, briefly, again, please. Incredi- <laughs> incredibly, Talkie United were still in with a chance of getting something from that game right up to the last minute, despite the fact that times they were dreadful. Well, I, I, I think in many ways, last Saturday's match absolutely sums up or summed up United this season. David, David and I looked at each other with 20 minutes to go, maybe, and I think both, down, both knew three, what we were thinking. Yeah. We could get set out. Yeah. Yes. We could well, even yeah. win this. I think we yeah. actually said that when they were 3-1 down. Yeah. Mm. Uh, yeah. Um, um, but, uh, you know, it just summed up all within the 90 minutes. United's attacking play, pretty good at times, look well capable of beating a team like Maidstone, as they've looked capable of beating... Dover, Lincoln City, Barrow, mm-hmm. several other Blizzard teams. Seen incredibly that's right. Hard. Did. And yeah. yet, and yet, their decision making at times, especially obviously on Saturday uh, in defence, mm. is just you know a psych- You know, you, you would need a psychologist to uh, to take them to one side yeah. and try. And I'm not even sure he'd, he'd, he'd no. they'd be able to tell him either. And um, all three of those goals were gifts. I mean, I know the, the one person in South Devon who's the most furious about this, I know, is Kevin Nicholson. Yes. But the fans were pretty close behind him. They, they were. And, and, and uh, you know, I'm trying to do a piece in the paper this week about it. You know, Playmore fans are, are you know, amazing uh, uh, United fans. It was quiet on Saturday. In the face of great support from Maidstone, by the way, well done to yes. them. Best part of really 300 fans. They've had three promotions in four years. Quite right too. They're up for it. Came along, made a load of noise. United fans, two, three, uh, two successive defeats. Pretty poor away from home. Uh, a little bit quiet to start with. Yeah. And they're two down again in 90 in 19 minutes. But Plainmore goes tens. All right, you do get the the, the, the the odd ones who shout the abuse. Well, of course you do. But on the whole, Playmore goes quiet in those circumstances, yeah. and it was quiet it was, on Saturday. It was. Uh, um, uh, if if it had been many grounds that I can think of around the country, and especially Oop North, uh, they would have been ripping United to pieces after 20 minutes on on, on Saturday in those circumstances. And then you'd have found out who had the guts and the yeah. backside to, to to carry on and perform and try and pull that back. Um, but. You know, United got it back several times yeah. in the game to the point where you'd think they'll do this now, mm. and they didn't in the end. And, and Dan, um, Dan Sparks came so close in the last minute. Yeah, as well. if you see did. that one on the TV, yeah, as well, it looks even closer. It yeah. Look, yeah, it does look closer than it did. Um, on but funnily enough, for yeah. me, on, on, on the back of all the ridiculous bloody mistakes that United made and the goals they gave away. From the moment they got it back to 3-2, I think that was about 55 minutes or something. That There was five minutes of stoppage time in the end. So you're talking about the best part of 40 minutes. For all their possession and reasonable effort, they, 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 they did their best to get it back. 
their goalie did not have a save to make, no. you know, from then until the second no. half. And Kevin touched on Kevin Nicholson touched on this a couple of times afterwards uh, 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 about this business of our people busting a gut to get on. There was one incident, wasn't there, in the first? I know half. where I you're think going. Sparks crossed from the left. Uh, uh, um, Blissett went in at the near post and it just got in between him and a defender he tried to get it in and the ball then bounced across the goal mouth yeah. and we all looked at each other and I think we all had two words on our list <laughs> you, the you two in, words invoked, were Steve and yes. Cooper you invoked yeah. Steve Cooper <laughs> uh, you know, I thought there were going to be another two words <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, they were those as well <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Steve and Cooper yeah. he would have been throwing himself at whatever was moving in front of him, in the yeah. end, even in if there's situation. a brick wall between him Correct. and the ball, yeah. that's that's absolutely right. And in the end, you know, it's stuff like that that gets you results uh, at case, both yeah. ends of the pitch. Um, and you know, let's get let's get serious here. I want all defenders in a Talk United shirt to be absolutely miserable bastards. Who, when I walk in on a Monday morning to the training ground and say good morning, everyone, if we've lost, they turn around and say, "What's good about it, Dave? Clear off." Yeah. Yes, that'll do me. And all strikers <laughs> to be brave as lions and to, and to be prepared to throw themselves at stuff. I think Blissett is putting a, a real shift in up front. Yeah. I feel for him. He's only got three go- only got three goals so far. He deserves a hell of a lot yeah. more. Um, and. Uh, Took his goal well on he Saturday. He took his ver- took very, it very well, well. on, on yeah, Saturday. A lot of pressure on a one-on-one like that. Mm. Yeah, you know, and he there's, slid there's a lot of, it. Almost too much time to think. And 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 he didn't just shut his eyes and smack it, did he? He he he, he drilled it. it low past yeah. Yeah. The, the, the keeper, and good luck to him. Um, but uh, no, it's just it's very frustrating at the moment. I think we all know deep down that this team, that the, certainly the front twelve or thirteen, are good enough to be in the top half of the table, mm. and at the moment they're not. Uh, and they should be beating each other up, as far as, uh, apart from any, uh, apart from anything else. You know, I mean, uh, uh, because they are so close to being a decent side, and uh, yeah. and um, <coughs> uh, it's it's very. I mean, what, what Kevin Nichols and I, I Kevin Kevin's uh, 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 wife and kids must be uh, long suffering yeah. because uh, he must be coming home and kicking the walls. <laughs> So we'll go, I mean, we'll go to extra time this week because we've still got a few more things to discuss, including what shape the team might have uh, for the long trip to, uh, to Gateshead, Gateshead on Saturday. We also need to talk about the, the arrival of an old favourite at Plainmore. Chris Todd is Chris um, Todd. back in the house. Yeah, well, he, he, uh, he was sacked. I think everybody thought after four games this season, he did amazingly well uh, at Eastleigh last year after taking over for his first job, didn't he? Third round of the cup, nearly beat Bolton. Yeah, they finished seventh. All right. Well, it know, was another case where the cup almost derailed their season, though, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah. Almost certainly. Four games into the season, they they got they won one, drew one, and then lost two. Both of them to quite good teams. I think seem to remember Dover. I think was one, and out he went. Uh, and um, he, he's he's quite keen to try and play again at a certain level if anybody's interested in it. But I don't think that's really the top priority of him coming to train with Torquay. He wants to try and get himself as fit as possible. And why would you not say yes to someone like Chris Todd Even coming and training with you? you know, well, some of the defenders from what I understand, he's been throwing himself around the training ground just yeah. as you expected yeah. he would. And uh, um, uh, you know, if, if anybody, if United need anybody at the moment of that sort of stuff. Yeah. It's a Chris Todd type, isn't it? Don't go away. Once again, we'll be back for a little bit of extra time. Into extra time, then. Thank more you. poetry, please. More poetry. No more poetry. <laughs> You're strictly rationed on your poetry. Um, there's been a lot of talk 
after Saturday's game about changes that need to be made, Kevin Nicholson himself talked about possibly shuffling the pack a little bit. Yeah. Do we think? I mean, when let's say when when Sean McGinty arrived with us in the summer, um, he can play at left back. He can he could move out to the left. A lot of this has been discussed in full on the fans forums over the last few days. So I don't think we're saying anything that uh, that's groundbreaking. But if is it a possibility you think that Kevin's looking at that either to play himself on the left or McGinty on the left and maybe a recall for Ben Gehring for Gateshead? Well, I, th- I think you know it's not it's not you know uh, um, treading into any dreadful territory to say that you know Lathaniel Roturner hasn't had the greatest of spells recently. He looks as if he and, could uh, do with back. a break, to be honest. Uh, which is a, which is a huge shame because you know as Kevin said when he signed him, you know he's got all the tools you need and and. Uh, 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 apart from the fact of, of his header for the third goal last Saturday, um, yeah. he, you know, he he didn't look and hasn't looked at times, you know, abs- full of boundless confidence. No. That, that, that that's a you know the, the the underlying thing with his position, uh, and I'm sure that you know it wouldn't come as a huge shock if Kevin was thinking of either himself, yeah, um, or Sean McGinty going to left back. Um, I I think I don't think that will happen. I th- I think. Nicholson may well be thinking of himself having a game, yeah. and he had a he had a game uh, at Biddeford on Monday night where a very very young United side yeah. uh, uh, lost three um, one. That's a uh, shame. I like, I like Bowl. the Devon Bowl. Yeah, yeah, um, uh, and by all accounts, um, n- nobody looked better in United shirt than Nicholson, which mm. was always likely to happen in those games because, let's face it, he's a decent yeah. player. And uh, um, but he'll be thinking, hold on a minute. Uh, is it the right time and is it the right decision for me to go back into the team? He hasn't played <coughs> since last December in anger, really. Um, and I don't think McGinty wants to play at left-back. I no. think McGinty has always seen himself as a centre-back. I think uh, um, you know, he nobody was more disappointed when Angus McDonald went to Barnsley than Sean McGinty because I think both of them felt as yeah. if they were on the same wavelength. Now, that's no criticism particularly of Ben Gehring and or Giancarlo Galifuoco, who are young, you know, uh, centre-backs. Um, it hasn't quite, they haven't quite hit it off, but especially when you're young, you forget that McGinty's only mm-hmm. 22, 23 as well, although he's played a, a fair few games, mm. um, that sometimes it does take a while for centre-backs to, you know, to really nail it down as a, as a, as a, as a partnership. Just, just being devil's advocate for a moment, but looking at, their previous histories. I know they're young, but they've been at top-flight clubs and they've had top-flight training. Shouldn't they be better than they have been? Um, yeah, I, I think I think this is something that in when we're not just talking about these two particular players, uh, defending generally is 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 not mm. the the art if you want to get a bit flowery and call it that that it used to be or is it the uh, fact um, that lower league defending is, is is somewhat different from premier league defending um, or, can be yeah. but but what 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 united lack what they lack is one senior central defender mm. yeah. talk united haven't got one at which all which oddly you yeah. slot alex watson uh, guy branston john Impey uh, uh, Craig Taylor, Steve Woods into United's defence, mm. and w- any one of those players would immediately make the young, younger lad next to them look much, much better. It was—it's the same as Branston and Mark Ellis. 
yeah. Branston, everybody used to have a go at Branston for being a bit fierce with Ellis, and everybody said he used to intimidate him and all that sort of thing. Well, it wasn't true, he didn't. Well, the but only, Mark the Ellis, only person who didn't think that was Mark Ellis. Mark, Mark, yeah. Mark yeah. Ellis never thought it. You know, but, but, and you talk to Mark Ellis now, and he'd say, yeah, Branno's all right as far as I'm concerned. He taught me loads. And, but there are fewer of those type of central defenders around mm. these days. A, because they give up too early. The players don't come down through the divisions like they no. used to anyway. Uh, and you end up with young defenders like this having to learn on the hoof. And it's difficult. It's, it's tough. There's a reason why clubs like Luton Town and Tranmere Rovers have kept on picking Steve McNulty you know, at centre-back long after he should have been behind the bar and pulling the pint. <laughs> because, because, because he's so clever, yeah. he's so experienced, he's so forthright, he talks so well, and all those basic defending things that were drilled into him years and years ago, he can still do. So years of playing at this level, is that what happened to Angus MacDonald, that, to make him into a player like that earlier than he maybe should have done? I don't think Angus MacDonald was anywhere near being a complete centre-half. But what Barnsley have done is bought the raw material of a player with the right attitude, the right physical attributes, who's who's on the point of becoming a proper defender. Yeah. It, all right, he's gone into that, into that, into the championship, and he's holding a place down in Barnsley's team. All credit to him. Um, uh, he's got he's got Mark come from him, isn't there? Absolutely, yeah. he's got Mark Roberts alongside him, who's uh, at Barnsley, who's a more experienced mm. centre half, who's also been, done the rounds of the lower yeah. divisions for mm. years and years, and knows what he's doing and what he's talking about. I'll bet Mark Roberts is giving uh, Angus McDonald loads of stick during the course of the games, and I'll bet Angus is going, oh, you know, rather yeah. get, but he's learning with he's every week better. that, that, that yeah. we do, and, he, and he's getting better. He's he's merely continuing his education at Barnsley, and good luck to him. Got himself booked on Saturday as well. Good to, good <laughs> to see. Good to see that the, the Plainmore spirit yeah. so, is still so, strong. So you've got the young United central defenders at the moment, and the back four generally. You know, is is you know that, that they are having to learn. You know, mm. hard lessons without actually, and that must be another reason why Kevin Nicholson must be thinking to put himself back in again, is because Nicholson at 35, with five, four or mm. 500 bloody games under his belt, will, will be able to give those yeah. the, 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 the lads alongside him that bit of stick and, the, and that urging and, and those sort of lessons, which at the moment, when things go wrong, I don't really blame uh, McGinty or Gallifuoke or anybody else for looking at each other with their eyes staring out and asking what the hell happened there because you know <laughs> what they actually need is a guy Branston yeah. sorting it out before it even happens yeah. a Chris Todd or a Chris Todd and a point well made yeah. Well, let's okay let's look at the midfield then would you start on Saturday at Gateshead with Joe Ward on the bench uh, well I'm a Joe Ward fan I'm a Joe um, Ward fan uh, uh, and uh, so maybe I'm biased um, I, I think United at the moment in midfield they need to get to a point where they are playing bog standard pass and move nuts keep and, the ball nuts and bolts football, nuts and bolts yeah. foot, football. Um, each, uh, each now in their own role well and, and but, but in other words you know Luke Young's you, Luke Young's the best player in midfield it's no yeah. accident that Luke Young plays more simple passes than anybody else in the team why should anybody be surprised no. at that? Because good players keep things simple. Now, Joe Ward is a young 20-year-old. He's not a 
billy whiz player is he he's a, somebody who gets the ball pass plays the way he's facing moves and tries to get it back again he has got a shot on him yeah. and uh, etc but he he's he's he looks like i mean he doesn't just look like an old head on his young shoulders but there, he does he, doesn't he but um he rem- uh, i tell you he reminds me of in his play and his his whole demeanor is sean joyce yes He's got a lot yeah. of Sean Joyce about yeah. him. Yeah, shame that you can't tackle like Sean Joyce used no, to. Well, I don't think uh, anybody can. <laughs> no. you, you're not allowed to do that these days. You're not, no. <laughs> you you but, would have met Sean Joyce on Tuesday as well. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so, um, uh, Monday night. Monday, yeah, yeah. Monday. Um, so, uh, I mean, I, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a Joe Ward fan. I'd, yeah. I, I'd play him. Uh, I can see why Kevin Nicholson is concerned at the moment that they're giving away goals. So you don't really, in that situation, it requires a very, very brave manager to go four-two-four and play yeah. just two in midfield, uh, like either you've got you're choosing from four, aren't you? Basically, Young, Ward, Richards, Lathrop, yeah, uh, with Sam Chaney as your as, as your extra one. Now, a lot of people have been calling for Chase Scrivens to be given a bit more time on the right wing. I think everybody feels that Dan Sparks is yeah. Is, is is looking okay on the left, but it's a brave manager when you're conceding two or three goals every week to go with four two four mm. and play with two wingers uh, and Blissett and either Reed or Brett Williams up front. Um, so it'll be interesting. It will. It, 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 it will. It's it's uh, it's he he made one change last week, didn't he? I think he brought Lathrop into into yes. the side. Um, uh, in in midfield, and it's going to be very very interesting when we finally get out of the bus at Gateshead. Don't remind me. It's a long trip uh, uh, to see what the starting eleven is. If you're heading up the motorway then to see Torquay at Gateshead on Saturday, give them a cheer for us, David. You'll be there. Come on, you yellows! Thank you for joining us. Thank you for sticking around for extra time.